This is part two of episode six of Music in the Bottle podcast. Always, as promised, we bring you our takes on new music. In this episode, we'll discuss New Future, Roy Woods, a new Trippy Red single, and more. You know you gotta listen for the rest. Get yourself a glass poured, and let's get to the show. All right, this is part two of episode six. We had a great time with George being able to dive deep into some wine, uh, how to go about, you know, choosing your wine and just his his journey with Grape Doubt. Shout out to George. Yes, sir. Shout out to the man for sure. Now, now it's time to get into the music this week. We had we had uh, a lot of, man, it, was, it wasn't a lot of music, but I think that it was just music with a lot of songs on each album. Um, yeah. Yeah. It felt like a heavy week, but it wasn't heavy at the same time. Like super light, what it was. <laughs> super yeah. light, for sure. But this week we are uh, first off, man. I mean, to the two of the 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 greats between the two thousand, I would say nineteen ninety eight to two thousand and eight, two thousand ten era. Um, yeah. Ludacris versus Nelly on Instagram Live. They had a battle off this week. Uh, what was your take, man, uh, for episode six? What was your take on on? The ludicrous versus Nelly. So, yeah, like I said, we kind of briefly mentioned it in episode five, how th- this was coming um, or like this was the next battle. Yeah. And I think I remember you taking Nelly slightly um, and I took Luda and I thought it was a good battle. Um, yeah. Luda proved that he had hits and better Wi-Fi because Nelly was on that. <laughs> like, I don't know what Nelly well, Yeah, what is it. up with that, man? Like, you should <laughs> definitely share up your, your Wi-Fi. I mean, it, do we not learn from those before us? Like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's definitely weird. I mean, it's definitely a new thing because, like, I've been on, like, obviously FaceTime calls, too, with people. And obviously, you know, just how shaky that can be. Yeah. But, like, when you get on a battle and you kind of have an issue, you, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, um I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um Ludacris he definitely like I said, he, he had hits that I forgot he had. Yeah. And then of course Nelly definitely had some some hits that brought it back for sure. But yeah, Luda Luda, like I said in episode five, man, I knew he had it in the bag. Yeah, man. I I came into this battle thinking that, that Nelly would <laughs> Nelly would win. I think I gave it like I got a few rounds at tie and then, you know, I just got I I think Luda had the upper hand. What I didn't yeah. pay attention to was that this is what it looked like to me on the outside, dude. Or Mel. It was like, um not dude. But it was it was uh <laughs> it was it was like so Nelly, I mean, I'm pretty sure he went diamond. I mean, like country grammar, like he sold yeah. way more records, if I if I'm not mistaken, than than Luda. Um, way more records, and but Luda has more songs. It is what it is. Like he just yeah. had, he has such a deep bag. Whereas Nelly is a cross music. I mean, he had the yeah. song with Kelly Rowland. He had, I mean, he had uh, the song with Tim McGraw. He had one lately yeah. with like the uh, Florida Georgia Line. Like he can cross mm-hmm. over. It just like Luda's got a deep bag, man. And mm-hmm. Luda, uh, I mean, obviously more lyrical than, than Nelly, but I just feel like I, I thought Nelly was a bigger artist. I mean, I mean, on a world scale, yeah, he was. He probably yeah. was, but Luda for for the culture, I mean, Luda has more hits, and <clears throat> um, Luda won that one for sure. I, I definitely would take that L. I would still <laughs> say I don't like the choices, you know, looking round for round what he chose around there, but. Yeah, it is it's cool. It, it, I mean, Luda, 
I should have known. I should have known for sure. Um, what do you choose, though? Air Force One or Southern Hospitality between Ludacris? Out of curiosity. Um, so, honestly, I'd probably say that Air Force One's hit definitely hit more for me. Yeah. Um, because, like, when it came out, I mean, I was – or everyone was looking to get a pair of Forces or they had a pair. So, like, that was definitely, like, what was in at that time. So, yeah. um, I definitely would have to say that that tracking – specific hits more for me but i mean obviously it's southern hops alley was a was a banger too but yeah i mean nelly definitely had that one for sure okay for me. i'm gonna go through like three more rounds because there were some tight rounds in here where they were both hits all right real quick shake your tail feather by nelly pivot and murphy late versus all i do is win where we're cross snoop and t-pain <laughs> And Luda, uh, I'm gonna probably go with Nelly for that one too. I mean, really, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, all I do is win is definitely like a track that probably still gets played today because you know it's about winning. So yeah. it's it's like a track you can go back to when something happens big, you know, that you've won in your life. But yeah. I think it just got played like so much, and I really like it when it comes on. But it's just like, uh, all right. Yeah, I I think I've had enough of that. Um, but yeah, I would probably have to go with Nelly on that one too. Yeah. Okay. I I definitely. I mean, all I do is win. Has stuck out. It, it had a longer life. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I I pick all I do is win. There. Um. Man, he had, there was another round where it was like grills and stand up, which is like man, like mm-hmm. grills really grills. hit. Yeah. But stand up was fire too. Like that beat was disgusting, and then. One that got me was where the party's at. And yeah, because yeah is still relevant today. When that comes on, like it's a wrap. It shuts down any party. You can go to like any party and that shuts it down. But where the party at, that beat is mm-hmm. bananas, bro. Bananas. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I think when it comes to honestly all those ones you picked, like I liked Nelly a little bit more. Yeah. But the ones that they went up against in those rounds, um, like were just Luda features for the most part. Yeah. Which um obviously his like you can't discredit a Luda verse. I mean, like, yeah, it's a great track. Um obviously, I mean, if you go to any wedding <laughs> in the United States, that's one of the songs they're playing off like off rip. Yep. Um obviously I would say just go straight to the Luda verse, but um but yeah, uh I think Nelly definitely had some songs in his bag, but like you said Luda just had just a more deeper catalog for the culture. So, yep, yeah, is what it is, man. All right, shout out to both <laughs> of them. I mean, both of them are great, you know. Yeah, I mean? and I, I get, I completely understand where they're coming from here for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, it is what it is, man. But with that, we had a few albums this week, man. Music, 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 music. We had uh, Future High Off Life. Was Future yes. High Off Life on this album? <laughs> Uh, man, um, so future, we were looking at what 21 tracks. So, yeah, as man. we already so as, so, book. As, <laughs> so, as we already know, our attention does not sit well with this many tracks. Mm-hmm. Granted, granted, we heard two of them with Life is Good and Life is Good remix, and maybe one other, I don't know, but that's still yeah. like 18, that's still 18 tracks. So, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna just say it had some good points, and then it had some very unmemorable points. Um, off first listens for sure. Uh, I think that uh, 
some of the features I thought were going to be better. Like he has a track with Thug, a track with Uzi. Yeah. And I just thought they weren't as great as I thought they'd be. Um, yeah. I, I definitely liked it. I definitely liked a couple of them for sure. Posted with Demons, Hard to Choose One, Up the River, Accepting My Flaws, Stuck yeah. Out. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if you take away maybe five of the tracks, like I said, a couple of those feature tracks and maybe a couple other ones. Yeah. I, I think he has like another great album, but for the fact that it's 21 songs and some of them just are not really that great, just doesn't really make it that great to me. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. No, I know what you mean, bro. I feel like, you know, uh, I just feel like that, man, I hate to say this. And I feel like I said this, this is the like tell, music artists to shorten their albums podcast like yeah i don't know i don't know what it i I think it does something for streaming numbers with 20 something songs like you you obviously get more streaming numbers there i I know it does that obviously um and it's like man you you cut out i you cut out a lot of these songs and even the features there um you you have a great album i do like Mm -hmm. high tech tech uh i like the solitaires track with travis scott i think that's probably the the Top one posted with Demas is pretty straight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Young Thug. I, I feel like Thug is is to the point now. For some reason, when people get on a song with him, they they try to switch up their style because Thug is so unique. Yeah, and Thug just ends up bodying a lot of people when he's on. I mean, there's not many songs where I feel like Thugs gets on their song and he doesn't do right do good. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm on a Young Thug train. Like that's my boy, like Pulse. But yeah, that's my that's my <laughs> that's my guy. But he he like. I feel like his his music makes other artists be more unique with their music. And mm-hmm. maybe that's a positive or a negative. Um, yeah. I like the Hunter Shooters track on there, which was, mm-hmm. I believe, a bonus. But I just feel like it's the High Tech Tech, the Solitaires. Um, Up the River was pretty straight, too. Uh, yeah. I feel like this is a a lot of future songs sounding alike. <laughs> yeah. Speaking. yeah. I mean, he, uh, he kind of has like a mixture on this album, I think. So like mm-hmm. there's, I read a post, um, I follow or the podcast account follows hip hop by numbers, which is a great account. Um, and they like kind of track like how many times the artist like maybe sings or whether he raps or not. Like, I don't know how they do it, but it's yeah. pretty dope. And, um, they pretty much had a, I think it was a vault or there was a vault of, vulnerable future and then more of like the savage future yeah and they, and they said that this, that this album had more of a balance which i could see that for sure um i i think i think i'm leaning more towards the the vulnerable future like i like accepting my flaws a lot yeah i thought that was a good track and then i mean you just can't just you can't discredit savage future yeah um but yeah it's 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 definitely just way too long it's, it's yeah. just it's it's way too long. Yeah, man. I t- I like Savage Future, uh, like the the toxic future. Yeah. And w- after I started listening to this album, I was like, man, I, I kind of miss like melodic future. Like mm-hmm. Hendrix. I know we talked about this, but it's almost like, man, we're we're overdue for a Hendrix type album by him. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would hope that he does something like that again in his career. And Future has like a cult following, so when he puts out music like this, he can do twenty something tracks that sound the same. Because yeah. he has a cult-like following, and they're gonna listen to his music no matter what it sounds like. And I will too, truthfully speaking, because when there's a time and a place 
for Future's music. And I will say that COVID-19 doesn't benefit Future. So I'm very surprised with him putting out an album during this time because I can't mm-hmm. be outside to enjoy this album. Right. I yep. can't. I cannot be outside to enjoy this album. And I can't go out and do, you know, just to be on that vibe, like the Future S vibe. There's nothing Future ask about me being at home and working from home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt about the album. I got it. For sure. It. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. I know it. <laughs> Next up, Polo G, Chicago artist, uh, released The Goat. Um, younger artist, he was made very popular by Pop Out. I think that's when he really hit his commercial success. Pop Out with Lil TJ, who released an album last week that we re- we reviewed. This week, we have Polo G, The Goat, uh, straight out of Chicago. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, honestly, I thought this was a very solid first listen. Um, so I didn't really listen to much Polo G before this. Um, obviously, you know, his hit single, I ran back a few times, but yeah. overall, like, I wasn't really playing Polo G. Yeah. And, um, we had another guy on the podcast page um, message us, my boy Greg, you know, just saying, make yep. sure I check out Polo G. And we were like, oh, yeah, for sure. We're mm-hmm. definitely checking out Polo G. But, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the transition from one song to the next. Uh, I thought they were all pretty much hitting. He has one that's produced by my guy, again, Murder Beats. Shout out to Murder yep. Beats. Shout out um, to Murder Beats. Beautiful Pain, definitely one of my favorite tracks. Um, obviously, we get another Juice World feature, so um, – Obviously, you're going to listen to that as well. I yep. thought that was all right. Little Baby feature, that other nice Killed vibe. It. Yeah. Uh, he had a track on there called I Know. And um, I can't remember exactly what the lyrics say, but um, he was just like, you know, I would understand if you don't want to be with me because, you know, just like I'm just, you know, I'm just so different. <laughs> um, so I understand, like, to the girl that he was talking to so um i thought that track was dope and i don't know like it i don't know if you read this or not but he said that he can't consider himself the goat yet um but because of the ones that are before him um he 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 pretty much says that he's he's going to be the or he's going to be one that we talk about um as as time goes um so the goat represents his zodiac sign which is a capricorn and other capricorns are like mlk jr um martin luther king braun tiger woods so this album just kind of represents like what he's going to be um in a sense but yeah i i pretty much enjoyed it from start to finish to be honest what do you think yeah, I thought this was a good album by Polo G. Um, like, obviously, off the success of Pop Out, like, I, I didn't know what to expect. You know, before this, I was like, oh, is he, a, like, a New York artist because he was with Lil TJ? Um, but very surprised, man. One of my favorite songs on there is the outro, being a Tupac fan, and, and the Changes remix with him and BJ, the Chicago kid. Most definitely. BJ is another slept-on artist, man. Um, really like this album and was very surprised. I think this might have been one of the best releases this week, truthfully speaking. Uh, Honestly, I'm playing this over Future. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely would too, man. It's just, I mean, he, it was a very consistent album, and I think he has a voice for sure. But I like 33. I like the song with Juice World, the one with Mustard, um, Mm -hmm. Lil Baby, Chinatown was pretty straight too. Uh, And also, his his intro was fire, which, don't believe the hype. 
that was pretty straight too. This is a very good album, man. This is a very good album, actually. I will, I will go go on this one. He talks about a lot in this one. He's very vulnerable about those that have been hurt in his life, and also about PTSD and just mental health. Um, yeah, the Goat is a good album by Polo G. I think that was the best release of this week for sure. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to prove something for that Ghost status, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> But with that, your boy Rory Woods release. Something. Yes, sir. Something. Rory Woods dropped yeah. a little EP, Dem Times. Um, Something. Yeah. Uh, so it was six tracks. We heard one of them. So technically five new tracks. Uh, it was a solid listen. I mean, something to hold us over until the album. But uh, I don't. I don't think it was bad. But just kind of like you mentioned last week, we're just. We just need more Roy. So, like, his his catalog is just so light right now that, I don't know, like, we just need more to make. Or, like, he just hasn't – he's just not consistently dropping. Or, like, he doesn't have, like, a consistent a, a consistent drop. Like, yeah, like, he, he's had a couple of singles over the past year. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm definitely waiting for the album. Like I said, I think this is a little something to hold us over. I liked a couple of the tracks. The Cool Day track was straight. Um, but yeah, it was like some high-level mid as far as an EP went. But what do you think of that one? <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah. you thought it was trash. I I didn't think it was trash, but you know, like, it was like a, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know what direction this guy's going in. That's true. That's true. Like, I kind of I listened to this, and then I, halfway through, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm gonna go back to Say Less, which was which came out in 2017. I'm pretty sure it was his last full. Is that no? What was his last full length release? Yeah. Say Less was his last. Yeah. That was three years ago. So, yeah, his life has changed since then. I don't know what's going on with him, but. I know, and it it sucks, too. Because, I mean, again, like I said, I was like, it's solid, but it's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ready for the album to to judge, like, where he stands as far as the, as far as the the label goes. Because, obviously, I mean, we've gotten releases from everyone else. Well, besides, uh, Maji Jordan, they haven't released anything yet, but, um, but yeah, like he just, I, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not discrediting, discrediting him, yeah, um, but yeah, I just, I'm just ready for the album. <laughs> you and I both, bro. I mean, I feel like this was uh, underwhelming. I'm not gonna say it was submit. I don't want to say that because I, I give everybody submit that I don't want to. This was this was very <laughs> underwhelming. I was not impressed um, by an artist that I've been very impressed by, especially so early right. on in his career. And I think that he was the backbone for the alternative music of the OVO uh, label for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like he was a very edgy artist for OVO. And then let's just say that with this one, he fell off the edge. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, that's Fair all. I, that's all I have to say. Fair enough. All right. This week we had some singles come out as well. Um, the, the I guess it wasn't a new release, but Will Smith jumped on Joiner Lucas's track 
called Will, I believe. That was the name of it. Mm-hmm. It was a remix. Dwayne yep. Lucas released a track maybe three, four weeks ago called Will, just paying homage to Will Smith and all that he's done in his acting roles. Is that kind of what you took away from that track? Yeah. Um, so I heard about the track. I watched the video. So the video was fire. Um, I thought it was a good production. Uh, and Joyner Lucas as an artist as a whole, he's definitely like a different rap artist. So he kind of kind of breaks those boundaries as far as it as, as far as rap goes, at least. Yeah, to my knowledge. Mm. But yeah, um, I definitely enjoyed the video. Um, I thought it was a great video. And I enjoyed the regular track. So when this dropped or when Will Smith got on the remix, I was excited to listen to it. What were your kind of first thoughts? Yeah, I was excited to listen to it, too. I thought the video was awesome paying homage to Will Smith. Um, yeah. I think that was pretty dope. I think I, I like that. Um, I like that uh, Will Smith. <laughs> that was Will Smith calling. <laughs> Will, Smith, Will Smith buzzing into the music and about a podcast. Will, what do you have to say? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Will, Will Smith, I thought he did. He paid good homage to those that came before him, Ali, Nelson Mandela, um, his wife as well. I, I, I thought he was a good verse. I actually thought it was, you know, like I put on that, like, you know, a lot of people thought he was corny or whatever, but he's mm-hmm. just who he is. And I thought it was a, a, a good way to dismiss, like, all the hate that he would get from this verse because it would be seen as corny for to shout out those people. But and it's Jordan Lucas has that, has that reputation as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I thought it was it was pretty it was pretty dope. Yeah, some light skin stuff for the for this week. Yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it for sure. But yeah, I mean, it 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 just kind of showed that. I mean, obviously, before Will got into all the acting, you know, Will Will was in the game like he was an artist. So um, shows that he, you know, he definitely still has. Definitely can still drop some bars. You know, he definitely gave the added justice to the track by obviously hopping on the remix. And, um, yeah, it was definitely a good listen. Uh, I would go back to it for sure. And, yeah, like I said, it was it was definitely a great collab. I'm glad he I'm glad he hopped on it. Um, I thought the original was great with how Joyner paid homage, but to get Will on it for sure, too. Like, that's definitely got to be awesome for him. Yeah, most definitely. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. What do you think about that Tory Lanez this week? Tory Lanez, yeah. So this was the first his first single as an independent artist. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a vibe. Um, maybe nothing like too crazy great, but definitely, uh, you know, some nice Tory Lanez, some nice slow, you know, set the mood music. I thought it was straight. Um, maybe some high level mid, <laughs> but yeah. uh, definitely. I mean. Just kind of, as we mentioned before, like, it's nice to um, see Tory Lanez just kind of get out of that contract role and just kind of start his, pretty much start new. Um, So I'm excited to see what is to come from Tory Lanez as an independent artist. And I thought this, I thought this was a straight single. Nothing like too crazy. Like, I'm not going to, you know, truly play it time and time again, but um, I thought it was straight. Yeah. I thought it was too, from him being like freshly independent, him getting to choose his own music. I thought it was pretty interesting to drop like a bedroom hit. You know right. what I mean? Like uh, you know, some type of like love ballad or whatever. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was straight to mid. I think this is more of a tr- song for 
for those that that enjoy the sci-fi music from him. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I, I'm just kind of surprised that he dropped like right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with the success of like quarantine uh, radio, I just I, this I was surprised that this is the type of song that he drops. But I think it's more of a safer pick too, because you know a lot of people are stuck inside, and this is the kind of yeah. music that they can definitely vibe to and during that time. So, yeah, I get it. And shout out to him, man. Being independent, yeah. no matter what you're releasing, because you control all that music, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So shout out to Tori. Uh, with that excitement and Trippy... So Trippy Red, let me let me start that over. Trippy Red and P&D <laughs> dropped excitement. Um, hey. P&D, Party Next Door, and Trippy Red together. Not, not suspect. I, I wasn't expecting that that collab for no, sure. No, not at all. Song is called Excitement. What do you think the? What do you think about the track? Yeah, so Trippy is another one of those artists I don't really listen to nor really understand at times. Yeah, I guess. Um, so he's not really my lane, but I liked him on this track for sure. Uh, and just kind of like you mentioned, this was like a collab that you know we never expected really. Yeah. Um, but. I thought they connected well for sure. Um, I enjoyed the track. It, it it it's five minutes long, I believe, and it's just kind of the same thing for five minutes. Yeah. But as but as far as them like getting together on this track, I definitely enjoyed it. I like the vibes for sure. And obviously when party drops something, you know, I mean I'm always ready for new party, so it's definitely yeah. nice to hear some party. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean it I definitely didn't expect to see them collab, but I kind of enjoyed it. It was straight. Yeah, yeah, I I liked it too. Um, I liked I like Trippy Red. Uh, a love letter to you four was solid, man. Um, okay. the one before that, escalate. Uh, I I forget what the name of the album is, but it's just an escalation exclamation point. And that that one was straight. But a love letter to you three is is really good work. You had a few songs under that. I definitely, I still listen to to Panga to this day and can't love to this day, okay. but. Um. Yeah, man. I think that. Yeah, it was it was it was a straight song. Like, I mean, it was. It kind of sounded like a throwaway from Party's album, for real, for real. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. And then Trippy Red was on it, and Trippy Red made it better. Don't get me wrong. Like that, to, them two together made it a dope song. If it mm-hmm. was, if it was Party song solo, I don't know if I would like it as much. Truthfully speaking, right. I'm not saying. Trippy Red grabbed onto it and made it an amazing track, but I think that with the adage of the 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 voice of Trippy made it a better song. It's called Excitement, yeah. and yeah, so them two together, it actually worked really well for this one. Trippy is is a decent artist. So he comes from that that cloth of like when X was coming out, when Uzi uh-huh. was coming out, when you know he comes from that cloth there, and I like his music, but. It was some high grade mix. Like it was, it was you know a solid yeah. seven seven out of ten for those two artists. For sure, I don't enjoyed it. I think that Trippy Red would have made it a better song if he was by himself than Party would have. If it, it would have been another Party song, and it would have been something right. that we would have been disappointed with if it was Party because Party's vocals on this wasn't as great as they could be. So, yeah, and uh, so they like released snippets to it, yeah. And I guess, like, I guess, like the beat changed from like the snippets to the actual release oh, really? version, really? yeah. So, if you go to Trippy's Instagram and he has like a, a, a a couple of snippets on there you can kind of see the difference and like how the how the sound changed a little bit yeah i'm not 
I'm not saying that the sound on the track that they released is bad because I like the track, but you can definitely hear like a difference in how better it sounded um, from those snippets. So yeah. go go back and check that out too when you get a chance. Most definitely. Did you get a chance to listen to that Road James and Brandy? Uh, Plan B Bro. is the name of the song? Yes, I did. So um, just, just to let the listeners know, just kind of as you always do, you usually put me on to a lot of new music. And obviously, as this podcast goes, that's our goal for our listeners to put you yeah. guys on some new music. So I'm happy you put this on there because I didn't know really who this person was and that he dropped a new single. Yeah. But uh, I went back and listened. So I listened to this and he has a new album coming out end of May called Mantic. I think is the name, but he has yep. three. He has two other songs on there, which I played as well. And um, enjoyed those. Went to this. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, this was an artist I hadn't heard of, so mm-hmm. it was nice to get a new listen of a new artist. And yeah. I think it just shows it just shows you how deep the R and B game is. Like, yeah, a lot of people say it's dead, but I mean, it's not dead by far, man. There's there's so many people, and this is one of the artists that shows you that you can catch a vibe whether you're listening to the mainstream or, you know, you're playing this Road James track. So I liked it a lot, man. Yeah, man. I think that Road James is one of those alternative R&B slept on guys. Uh, there's a lot of guys that we mentioned, like Kay Forrest, um, mm-hmm. you know, those that, that from that crowd. Bory is another guy that you and I talked about recently. Slept on for sure uh, as, an, as a male R&B artist. I thought the track was solid, man. Brandy has such a deep guy. Like, yeah. I, I would love to see her in the versus battle on Instagram because of all her, her hits. Like, that would be amazing. I'm yeah. surprised nobody has matched her up um, with anyone. But, yeah, I thought it was a decent song. It's definitely, it definitely deserves a listen, and uh, I want to listen to his full track uh, or his full album for sure. Ro James, Brandy, Plan B. Check that out for sure. Most definitely. And the last last single that you know really stuck out to us is Justine Sky. It's called No Options. What do you think about that one? So Justine Sky. So this this was also another outer, another artist that I've heard of. Um, well, I didn't know of Ro James for sure, like like yeah. that. But Je- but Justine Sky, like I knew of her. She's been on Schoolboy Q's album. Um, she's she's definitely been on some albums for sure. So. I've heard of her, but uh, I didn't know she was dropping a new single. So when you put this on on there, I was like, okay, so let's check this out. Um, I I think it's a song that's full of captions for the ladies who are dealing with <laughs> someone that's toxic or someone yep. that that's not doing the right things in the relationship. So yeah, for sure. For any for any lady that needs needs some help getting those captions out to your man, check out this yep. track for sure. But I also went back and spun some of her old stuff, and I enjoyed it, man. Um, like I said, she's another one that wasn't high on my radar as far as music came. But yeah. once again, like that R&B bag, and it's it's so deep, and I enjoyed yeah. this single. Yeah. Once, yeah, I mean, like once a, a woman R&B artist starts talking their stuff, like there is nothing more dope than that because I feel mm-hmm. like they're, they they can get off a lot more, and yep. it almost sounds more clever coming from her. Yep. Um, but yeah, she I think she did a really good job with this track, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. Underground, kind of like Nao, like that underground R and B. Um, 
but yeah, she's dope. She's dope. She's got a really good song with uh, it's called Know Myself with Bori. Like I like that song a lot, man. But okay. yeah, shout out to Justine Sky. Uh, check her out for sure. Yes, sir. Comes from a dope cloth. Last, uh, one thing that we definitely should cover, man, just for the culture, right? And we talked about it a little bit on past episodes. Is this this last dance, man? Shout out to Mike Jordan. Shout out to the Bulls. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to ESPN for putting on an amazing documentary um, during this time of you know, not much entertainment out there to just sit and chill with after a long week of work. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, why don't you get your final thoughts on a, on a doc? You know, we just got episodes nine and 10. So what'd you think about it, man? Yeah. Uh, so just the, um, I think on the episode, we talked about it, episode four, I believe. I talked about the music supervisor. I think I said Randy or Robert Chung, but I think yeah. his, name is, his name is Rudy Chung. Um, oh, okay. So, so y'all boys. <laughs> so, uh, my bad, Rudy. I got you. Yeah, shout out to Rudy. But, but yeah. still, but still, shout out to you for the music on, on yeah. the on the doc for sure. Um, and then just another thing, man. Uh, so my middle name is Jordan, and <laughs> I was talking to my mom just kind of all throughout the doc, and she just mentioned how, you know, she used to watch these episodes with my grandma and her brother, and just mentioned how she was just so in love with Michael Jordan, um, which I'm sure. A lot of women were during that time. Yeah, she was like, "I wanted to name you Michael, but you know, we just couldn't." Like your dad said, "No," so we just stuck with Jordan as your middle name, which I thought is really cool. Um, like I said, he just had that type of influence. Like, you know, like that's a crazy. Yeah, like my mom was like, "Okay, like I love this guy. Like he's great. Like, I, like, I enjoy him. When my when I have my son, I want to like pay homage to him." So that's definitely awesome shout out to mom for the middle name i enjoy it for sure yeah <laughs> um but yeah jamal man, jordan yeah <laughs> but yeah man the doc is great um this is definitely one for the books uh i think i think all docs have stories that that make them great but this one was just like i said over the top great and i think for us like we knew highlights from like we watched highlights from how great Jordan was, but we never got to see the work behind it. We never got to see like the story and like what all like went into that. And this doc did a great job of doing that. And um, I think one thing that stuck out in the last episode was how he just kind of said, it was kind of, I think it was like near the very end. He was just like, you only need one, like you only need to light one match to start a whole fire. And that's something yep. I think that we can all take and add that mindset to our lives. Yeah. Like he, like he came in the game in 84, 85, whatever it may be. The yep. bulls were absolute trash. Like, yeah. And he came on and was that he was that match. And the nineties was, was strictly like the bulls, the bulls time. Like that's, yeah. it's crazy to see like how, just, just how he changed the game of basketball. And Obviously, the culture, like, you know, basketball was, you know, something that, you know, that the people in Boston cared about or, you know, like people in L.A., like it wasn't ever really a Midwest thing until like, you know, the Pistons or the Bulls kind of came on the scene. So, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm sad it's over. But yeah, me too, bro. It definitely paid good homage. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, like. I, it's just, it, it was so dope. And it's going to be something that I can't even put into words right now because I'm going to, I need to watch the thing over again, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and watch it all and digest it, you know what I mean? And have 
a couple of nights where in a row where I just watched this in a row. Right. Um, it it was so dope because like you got to see somebody bring up that bring or, or make a franchise like Jordan made mm-hmm. that franchise. And I feel like there are only a few athletes that do that. Obviously, you know, the first person that comes to mind is LeBron. I, I wouldn't say that for Kobe because Lakers were Lakers before then. Um, right. LeBron, I think of Tom Brady. I know there are other sports that maybe I'm not as in depth with, but um, this isn't a sports podcast. So <laughs> I just, I think that this is, uh, I thought it was just so dope, man. And just to see that 90s era, man, that, there is just so much swag in the 90s that we just replicate and work off of nostalgia today, right? Right. Um, but yeah, it was his, his, his ability to focus on winning. That's what's so dope about it. It's, yeah. And that's it, period. It's just like the ability to focus on winning and that's it. And I, and if we had the mindset of that more so than just like, hey, let me, I'm just trying to get by. I'm just trying to do this. I'm trying to you know, make this work. I'm trying to just make my ends meet. Like, nah, I'm trying to win. Like, I, and, and hurt, and like, not only win, but obliterate you right. in the process. Yeah, yeah. that's he, what's up. He just, he, he like had, like, he had everything mapped out. Like, he, like, he knew what he wanted to do. He had that instinct to just, you know, like, I know what you can't do against me. Like, I know your every move. So, I know I know you're going to bite on this pump fake, and then I'm going to make the shot. Like, like yeah. he, he just knew everything. Like, he calculated every move and just knew how to, yeah, win. Like, it was, it was great. It was a great yeah. shot. Yeah. On Apple Music and Spotify, we've curated playlists for every song mentioned during our Sleeper segment. Just type in Music in the Bottle Sleepers and Playlists. Once again, Music in the Bottle Sleepers. In the wind down, uh, right now we mentioned not only one song, but also the album of an artist that maybe was slept on or that you haven't come across in a while or maybe something new. In addition to that, we covered the wine that we had today. Uh, Jamal, for your for your wine down song, what do you have here? Yeah, man. So I went back um, and listened to Snow Allegra's album, um, which was a great album that dropped in 2019. Uh, those feels again. Yeah. Um, so the whole album is just a whole vibe in general. But um, I'm going to shout out one of the songs. Uh, it's called Woe. Yeah, um, a great song. Um, definitely has a more upbeat vibe. But man, she's she's definitely an artist that I've been enjoying a lot lately. Like I said, since the album dropped, I've been playing it nonstop, and I hadn't played it in a while, so I went back to it. And um, yeah, I thought I'd bring Snow to the to the sleepers um, to add to the playlist. So yeah, Snow Allegra, check her out. For sure, for sure. So I came in here initially with a song called Jones and My Bones by uh, D'Angelo, but I actually thought about it, and he had an album that released. Uh, D'Angelo is is um, just one of the, the neo-soul, like, one of the, he had one of the great, greatest neo-soul albums. I, I would call that neo-soul or R&B albums ever, Brown Sugar. Yeah. And I, that song, Jones and My Bones, is on that album, but I, I wanted to switch it up and go with Betray My Heart by D'Angelo. It's called okay. Black Messiah. Uh, the album came out in 2014. 
it was like in between those two releases, he had another album called Voodoo, which was solid as well. But um, between Voodoo and Black Messiah was a 14 year gap. And D'Angelo is one of the goats in R&B. Betray My Heart is on that album. And that's one of my favorite songs on that for sure. So check that okay. one out. Check out Jones and My Bones as well. But uh, yeah, that's a Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, check out the playlist, guys. Like we, yeah. I think all these songs that we're picking are great songs and songs that you may not know about. So uh, for sure, if you're looking for new music, I think this, I think this sleeper playlist is the way for you to kind of grasp what we're talking about. And obviously, throughout the whole episode, we're talking about music, but um, this playlist is definitely one of my favorite parts of this uh, podcast. So exactly. please check out the playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, and whoa on that. I mean, that whole album, uh, uh, those feels again, whatever the name of the album is by Snowman, that, that whole album is amazing. Yes, sir. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely a wine album, too. Oh, it's yeah. Wine Most definitely. <laughs> she killed that. She killed that for sure. How was your wine, by the way? Speaking of wine. Speaking of wine, yeah. So to recap, I had the Red Blend Portugal, um, which obviously our guy George shouted out that. Portugal's a slept on wine region, so I'm glad I went with this bottle today. Um, at the price point of ten bucks, it's it's a great wine. Honestly, I enjoyed uh, the sips. It's it's really dry, so it's something uh, kind of more along like the lines of like the full bodied cabernets that I like. So I think that's kind of why like I enjoy it more. Um, but yeah, I I think it's a really good. A really good purchase um like i said very very dry you kind of get some oak notes um and on the end you can kind of taste more of the pepper and it's more of like a liquor taste so um it's 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 really good i i'd say it's not super smooth be, because of the pepper notes at the end but um like i said for for 10 bucks i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten for ten bucks? Now, what if that's? I mean, what if you just said um, off regular, like, you know, how much? What would you give it? So if so, if I paid like thirty or something for it, I'd probably probably lean more towards like that seven and a half, eight. Um, okay. For the price point, but um, at the price point, I think it's great, and I guess I understand why um, we meant or I told you guys earlier that the lady who sold it to me told told me that her like family bought a case of it <laughs> yeah I, I see why i see why most definitely yeah man uh so my napa valley or my napa sellers cabernet uh yep. from 2016 out of napa valley i would give wine enthusiasts gave this one a 90 um i would say this is probably the best one i've picked throughout this whole uh, all six episodes for sure hey shout uh, out to them cabernets Man, shout out to Napa Sellers out, out in California, man. This was a solid one, 2016. Uh, great, great. Very smooth taste. Has like this minty taste with the blackberry in there. Um, okay. Yeah, some herbs in there. Uh, man, just just great. Great taste, man. This is definitely one that I would, I would refer, and this is probably my top my top one that I've cho- chosen. And it okay. always happens with these cabs for sure. But, yes, sir. Shout out. Shout out to the yeah. Cabernet. I got yes, another sir. one coming up soon, so I don't know what episode I'm gonna bring it out, but I'm definitely right, getting, I'm definitely getting back to my Cabernet bag soon. <laughs> See y'all here, big fella. Do your thing. Yes, sir. You already know. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Music in the Bottle podcast. Check us out on Instagram. In addition to that, you can find our wine list there as well as our music playlists that are both available on Apple Music and Spotify. Once again, we look forward to talking to you guys next week.